0: Welcome to Growing In His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph, man, and God bless you guys. And welcome back, man. We want to talk today. I'm excited because I'm making new friends, man. I'm gathering names. I'm gathering places, events, times, and I'm going, wow, man, looks like Jesus Christ is coming back soon. (laughs) I mean, I'm not the one that says here's the hour or the time, but I do want to say that We are living in the last days, man. we got to be imitators like Jesus. we got to be lovers, merciful and graceful to everyone that we run across. Amen? Amen. So, I wanted to tell you guys, God bless you, man. And thank you for growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. We're teaching the Bible, man, verse by verse, step by step, chapter by chapter, from Genesis to Revelations. We're in the book of John. And wow, man, Jesus, last week prayed for his disciples man he he prayed for himself he prayed to the father that the father would give him the peace and that he would you know that we would be bolstered with this beautiful you know remembrance of Jesus of what he's left us and what he's done for us on the cross Jesus lined it up man and listen people don't want to see it some people don't want to believe it why because they want to live the way they want to live in the sinful life that they're living. Listen, some people say, oh, Jesus isn't coming back. All these signs are are, are are just a, you know, it's been like that for years and years. And that's where Satan wants to get you. He wants to make you think that Jesus ain't coming back. And whether we live, die, or Jesus comes back, it makes no difference. We're going to die. And Jesus Christ is going to be the one judging us. And, and that's it. It's period, man. And so, I want to tell you guys, last week we, lost, we left off on John chapter 17, and Jesus is praying for himself, 17 verse 15, but we, we, we talked about how the disciples would be scattered, man. He said, you'll be scattered, the disciples would desert Jesus, and knowing this, Jesus still loved them as an amazing example of unconditional love, and he, was, he didn't care, man. He knew that they would book but he knew that they would come back. Listen, listen. Lord Jesus, we come before you. We thank you, Father, for this time you've given us, Lord. Speak to us in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week we talked about, Jesus talked about the tribulation, man. It, it's literally pressure. And it's, it's you know, it was a figuratively, it, it basically it's a, it's affliction or distress. But Jesus is saying to be of good cheer. It's, you know, be confident and courageous you know we we put we put our trust in jesus you know and he gives us that peace in the midst of all the pressure that we're going through look at uh you know philippians chapter one uh verse 27 for your notes paul explains the principles of the joy and suffering listen we're gonna suffer man we're gonna suffer jesus is praying for himself and he's praying for his disciples. And Jesus Christ, last week, talked about how He overcame the world, and He did, because He he he, he became, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, He became sin, because that verse says there is no sin. No, Jesus never became sin, my friend, He was sinless, He was perfect, and He wants a relationship with you. You know, listen, we're going to talk about this, man. John chapter 17 is is radical. Last week we left off, man, in 15, but before it says in verse 13, it says, But now I come to you in these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy. Wow! We talked about the joy, the, the love. In Hebrew it's called Ahava, my joy. In Hebrew it's called joy means simcha, a bundle of joy, simcha. It's, it's a bundle of joy and it's, it's an amazing thing because Satan wants to steal this joy. But it says, My joy fulfilled in themselves, verse 14, I have given them your word and the world, listen, hated them because they are not of the world. Listen, just as I am not of the world, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. He's praying. He's praying to himself, his father. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Jesus says, don't be of the world. Listen, it's so easy to get caught up in the world, man. It's easy. We go back to our old self and we we, we start beating ourselves up, man. We, we go back into the flesh. If you're not born again and you've never received Jesus Christ, you're gonna go back. You can only be you could only go forward in Christ. But when you're not a believer, you end up falling back, and the devil's there going, ha ha, ha look at you fell, and he condemns you. Jesus is saying, Don't feel bad about yourself. Look, it you've been told you know. Now grow, get up, and move forward. Christ is in love with you, and he has a plan for you. But you got to stop and say Look, I'm tired of my old man I don't want to live like that no more And you're thinking Man, it's so hard It's so hard, Pastor But listen I know it's hard Especially at the workplace You're sitting there And your friends are like Haha, let's go drink a beer after work And you're like No, thank you And they start saying these nasty words And they're ugly And they're bitter And they're mean Oh, here comes a Christian again Listen, man It's not going to be easy Nobody said being a Christian was easy. Nobody said it was going to be a walk in the park. But that is what we have sacrificed for eternity. Listen, what does it cost a man if he gains the whole world, but yet the Bible says loses his soul? And what will a man exchange for his soul? And you're thinking, ah, come on, man. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Or you, you may be doing drugs right now and you don't even know. Or you may be doing, you may be stealing, lying, and cheating. You're sinning against God and yourself and others, and that sin has an effect on others. And you may be thinking, hey, what does this have to do with Jesus praying for us? It's because He wants us to open and have a relationship with Him and not go back to the past, but go to the future. Because, listen, are you ready? Satan wants to rob your joy. He wants to steal your, your, listen, he wants to steal your joy. And are you ready? He wants to rob your future by bringing up your past. Let me explain to you. He wants to rob your future by bringing up your past. He wants to tell you that you're a nobody. And you cannot stop the what you're doing. He's telling you, you, you can't stop. But Jesus is saying, I am with you and I am in you you got to trust me. Listen, are you saved? You better get saved. (laughs) Jesus loves you. Listen. Okay? Verse 17 says, Sanctify. Listen. So, in other words, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is the truth. Look at the Bible, man. It's the truth. You ever need to get right with God? Get into the word of God. First John says, "In the beginning, the word. Listen, in the beginning, you know, you know, God created, you know, the word. Get it? It's easy. Listen, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Right? In the beginning, Genesis, the word, a paper, yeah, the paper word, the Bible. For the people who don't understand, listen. God loves you guys." And I used to not understand until I would. like, what does it say I can't read the Bible? Well, the the Catholic Church wants to keep us out of that. I'm not talking bad about the Catholic Church. Listen, I'm saying a lot of people don't read their Bibles. How are you going to know what God's purpose is in your life if you don't read God's Word? You start to rationalize with yourself. and, And Satan robs your joy. Amen? Yes. But listen, your Word is truth. Man, we got to live in the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Verse 18 says, as you sent me into the world. Listen, he's, he's praying, man. As our God is praying. Check this out, man. It's amazing. Verse 19 says, and for their sake. Listen, it says, hold up. Let's go back. 18. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. We need to live in the truth, man. And so Jesus is praying now for all the believers. And and, and basically, we need to become one. You see, because the present, listen, the present tense of the verb, you know, basically to be, indicates that Jesus was praying for the unity that takes place through the sanctification of believers. This is what Jesus was com- commanding in, in verse 13. Okay? His followers had to love each other so that the world may believe in the reality of Jesus's love. The loving relationship of believers to each other is the greatest witness to Jesus Christ. Wow! God, I'm so excited, man. I got chills in my arms. We gotta be more loving. Even myself. I'm driving down the road and someone cuts me off. And I'm like, oh I gotta stop. Wait, wait. what am I doing, man? Jesus is like, yeah, man. (laughs) Don't forget, it's easy to get into your flesh. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm not cussing nobody out, but I'm thinking Why, if I wasn't a Christian pastor, well, that's not come on, man. It's not the it's not the answer. Love, it's better to love than give out sourness. Listen, the Bible talks about it. Listen, it's better to give than receive, but it's also love. The Bible says that love, I don't know if you know this, believers, podcast listeners, and and note takers, I don't know if you know this, but the Bible says that, uh, well, it says a lot of stuff, but it says, love covers a multitude of sins, and it does, but we got to become more like Christ. We gotta be molded, imitators, Paul said, to be imitators of, of Jesus. Listen, it's important, man, because I'm gonna read this again, verse 20. I do not pray for those, these alone, but also for those who will believe. Listen to this in me through their word. Man, believe listen, we believe in me through their word. Man, we need to believe in Jesus. Because it's the only way, man. We have to have that peace. Jesus is preaching peace and love and mercy. But a lot of people don't get it, man. We need to imitate Jesus. Listen, listen. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, 1 through 20, we need to walk in love. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. You don't understand. It's hard, man. <laughs> let Jesus do it in you as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and sacrifice of, to God for sweet smelling aroma. Wow. But fornication and all uncleanliness, covetousness, it goes on, let not even be named among you. It's not fitting but for the saints because Corinthians, 1 Corinthians talks about that in chapter 6. Yeah, you know, we got to stay away from that—the uh, sexual, nasty, debased desires. Listen, let's stick to the word right now. Listen, imitators. Jesus wants us to imitate and show His love because it's about His love and His mercy. Listen, church believers, holiness is what it's about—sanctification. He's talking about the to, the mission, and he's talking about how Jesus was setting apart His disciples. Okay? For this whole thing, man. This whole mission. God's word always remains true. Remember that. Remember that. But he says in verse 20, I do not pray for those alone, these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Listen, that they all may be one. Unity, Konanian. You, Father, are in me. There it is, the three-in-one right there, man. Jesus is claiming to be God right there. Listen, this is my favorite, favorite verse and chapter. Wow, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Listen to this. I do not pray for these alone, okay, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Verse twenty one says that they will be a, a, a one in Hebrew, achad. Achad means one. As you, Father, are in me, and I, capital I, in you, that they that they also may be one in us. There's the us. <laughs> I love it. That's what got me, man. In Genesis, God created the man in, the, in His own image, like us, our. Elohim, it's plural, us. It's, it's, it's more than one person. That the world may believe that you sent me. Wow, amazing. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one. I am, listen, I in them, verse 23, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, And that the world may know that you have sent me and I have loved them as you have loved me. Isn't that radical? Jesus loves us so much that that he's claiming not only to be God, but he's saying, look, we're all in this together. When you receive the Holy Spirit, the helper, God is with you and he will never leave you. Listen, it says in verse 24, and I'm going to talk about this. Father, I desire that they also whom you give, who you gave me, who you gave, may be with me where I am, that they may that may, may that they may be loved, behold my glory. Oh my God. Listen, I gotta read that again. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you gave in me. <laughs> For you love me before the foundations of the world. O oh, righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known you. You sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love, notice that love, which, which you loved me, may be in them, and I in them. Wow, Jesus Christ loves you. Those who, who will believe, Jesus not only prayed for those the Father gave, had given him, In verse 9, but for for all the future believers, and and He's praying for you, for for the future believers. The people who don't know Him right now can know Him. He's praying for you. And He's praying for their unity and their future glory. Wow, man, if you're a believer, man, these words are are Jesus' prayers for you, man, that you will be saved and that you will enter a relationship with the Father. And you may be thinking, why? Because He loves you. He has a plan for you. What plan? I don't understand. He has a plan for you. He wants to take you places that you never, ever, ever thought that you would be. Because He is in control of your life. And we may be going through a lot of stuff right now in your own life. But listen, God knows who's scattered and He knows who's gathered and guess what? He knew you before the foundations of the earth. The Bible says that he's known you. Those he's also known, he's also predestined. And you're thinking predestination. No, I'm talking about he knew you before you were even conceived. Well, how does that work, man? It's because you're like a puzzle in God's plan, man. You're like a puzzle in his in his big old in his big old plan in this world. But you got to stop and listen. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. And the world is no good. And Jesus said He will see us again. Because the disciples here were sorrowful, but they're going to end up departing with joy because Jesus Christ can remain in us. And He's remained in His disciples. Listen. You may think, how can I be excited? How do I get the joy? Are you ready for this? The disciples' sorrows, their sorrow would depart, their joy, but their, they would depart, but their joy would remain. You want to know why? Because Jesus' death and resurrection brings the joy of forgiven sins. Look at First Peter chapter 1, verse 8. You see, that the, 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 the world can't cannot take away. Look at this. <laughs> you ever been so condemned in this world where you're just so mad and angry and you feel like you blew it, man. You're a sinner and you just can't get right. God is saying, you know what? You don't got to live like that no more. I have joy for you. And how do you receive that joy? It's not your joy. You know, one time years ago, I walked into a church, man, and the guy's like, Hey, Joseph, how you doing, brother? And I said, I'm blessed, man. God bless you guys, man. I'm I'm excited, man. And the guy looked at me and he's like, Wow, I wish I had that much joy. I go, what are you talking about, bro? (laughs) It's Jesus, bro. I have no peace. I have no peace. It's Jesus's peace in me. It's the Holy Spirit in me. It's the fruit of the spirit that God lives in me. Otherwise, I would have been gone years ago, man. I would have been dead years ago. God has taken me to a place in this life and given me a mission to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth, to the to to all nations and all people. This is his plan in my life. And as soon as I realized that, I stopped and God said, "Joseph, it's not you, it's me. And I I gave him the glory, and that's what Jesus is telling you. He says I can use you today. Satan can abuse you, but I can use you. You want to be used by me? Do you want to feel good about yourself? We don't go by feelings. We go by the Word of God because the Word of God never returns void. The Word of God never changes. Our emotions change and Satan wants to attack you. But Jesus is praying for his disciples, praying that God will be with him, and he, and he, and he did, and he is. And that the Helper, the Holy Spirit, is always going to be there for us. We don't need a priest. We don't need a man to tell us that we're forgiven. We have God. We have Jesus the high priest in Hebrews. We have the Holy Spirit to be with us, the helper. We have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So next time you're getting beat down, man, by your job, your workers, your friends, uh, you're scared. Jesus says, don't be scared. My, love, my perfected love casts out all fear because fear is of the devil that involves Torment. But Jesus came. He was born of a virgin woman. He was highly anointed and highly perfect. He was 100% man and he was 100% God. He knows how you feel. And you may think, no, you don't understand. But God does. He knows what sin is. But he never sinned. You're thinking, how could that be? No, it's a fact. He came because He loves us. Because we couldn't keep those commandments, we couldn't keep those burdensome commandments that God gave us. It was it was too much work. And Jesus came. God sent His only begotten Son to send His Son to die for our sins because we couldn't work our way. And you you may be thinking to yourself, that's crazy. But it's simple i tell everybody on a bicycle with a book it's that simple man you don't gotta knock on doors you gotta let the holy spirit in knock knock who's there it's jesus can i come in that's what he's saying he's saying knock knock it's jesus can i come in will you open the door and say let me in jesus says knock Seek and you shall find. Remember that. listen, God's in love with you. He loves you. Jesus is the the work of the Holy Spirit is is real. We talked about this in John 15. Listen, John 15 even says it verse five, but now I go away to, to him who sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I said these things to you, Sorrow has filled your heart. Man, they thought he was going to book. They thought he was out of here. They thought he was gone. Verse 7 says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage. Man, it's to your advantage. People don't get it. That I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of sin. Listen, and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the ruler of the world is judged, the devil. Listen, Jesus has never left us. If they knew, they'd never ask, where are you going? They'd say, wow, the disciples thought, how can it be to our advantage to to be alone? But the Romans hated it because the Romans hated them. But they seen, they seen. They seen the Romans. They were they were they were evil to them, to the Jews. The Jewish leaders hated them because they they saw them as blasphemies. And he's, you know, and, and and Jesus, you know, the, Jesus is gonna bail, but he's coming back. So Jesus is explaining the benefits of his departure. Listen, it's like getting a real good job, man, and you get your benefits. Well, here you go. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Listen, when Jesus left us, the left the believers. Listen, number one, number one, and we're going to be done with this. Number one, the provision of the Holy Spirit came in. The potential of a full joy. And number three, the possibility of a foreknowledge. And it was the privilege of having peace. Jesus explained that the Holy Spirit would convict the world and communicate truth to the apostles. And to you, listen, the Holy Spirit would not be given to the world but to believers the coming of the spirit would be more profitable to believers than even the physical presence of Christ since, since since the spirit could dwell in all believers at the same time listen Jesus is here right now he's never left us and he's saying to you are you hurting? I dare you to call on him right now I dare you. I dare you to say, Lord Jesus, give me your Holy Spirit and watch what happens to your life. Wow. Watch what happens. Jesus Christ is in love with you. Listen to me. Jesus Christ wants to enter into a relationship with you, and the Holy Spirit is here for you. The Helper has never left us. We have the Father. We have the Son and we have the Holy Spirit, and Jesus wants a revival. He wants us on the byways and the highways. Listen, He wants us on the streets, in the churches, outside the churches. Bring Him into the churches, but get Him out there. Get out there and show God's love. You don't got to be a hater. You know, Jesus sat with the tax collectors. Jesus sat with the prostitutes. Jesus healed the whores, the prostitutes, the blind, the lame. He changed water into wine. He forgave the harlot. He forgave her. Jesus says, get out there. Don't become the world. We know you're, we're in the world, but don't become the world. We gotta set the examples, and we gotta let the Holy Spirit—that's the trick. The Holy Spirit in is coming out and touching the lives of non-believers and believers, sparking that fire. So when Satan tries to rob our joy, God comes in with a match and goes, "Bam!" Here you go, believer. Spark each other up, man, and spread the hope and the love of Jesus Christ. Listen, there's more than depression. There's more than 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 than. than then then depression and sadness and loneliness and isolation. Satan wants to burn you. He wants to set you apart, but God's got you set apart for something else. I'm excited, and there's so many nuggets to cover in this chapter, but listen. Repeat it out loud, man, to yourself. Jesus loves me. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is my father. And I can come to Jesus for anything because Jesus loves me. And one day Jesus is gonna judge Satan, the ruler of this world, who rules the hearts of the ungenerate uh, people, and he binds their minds. Look at 1 Corinthians 2, 1 Corinthians 2, 6 and 8. Satan was judged at the cross, man. And the Holy Spirit would convince people of the judgment to come. See, listen, Satan has been judged. So all who side with him will be judged with him. There's no room for neutrality. A person is either a child of God or they're a child of the devil. Listen, where do you stand? Because I stand for Jesus and Jesus says, where do you draw the line? You're either a child of God or you're a child of the devil. Well, that's condemning. No, (laughs) it's not condemning. Actually, it's, 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 it's an eye opener. It's like getting punched in the face, but with love. Jesus loves you guys, man. And growing in His Word is always going to be here. GrowingInHisWord.com Amen. We're everywhere. We're on iHeartRadio. You know, we're on all the programs, man. It's just Jesus, not me. It's it's the glory belongs to Him. Father, we come before You. Lord, we thank You for growing in His Word. And we thank You, Father, for touching the life of the believers today. Lord, I pray that You bless Anyone that don't know you, Father, Lord, you sent your Son. It's that simple. We don't got to ride a bike. We don't got to take a hike. And we don't got to sit and work our way anymore. We have Jesus. We have the Father. And we have the Son. And we have the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys, man. and Thank you for coming back to Growing in His Word. Next week, we're going to get busy talking about some radical stuff, man. We're going to get into John chapter 18, man, where Jesus is going to be betrayed and arrested, man. (laughs) It's getting closer, man. It's all going to tie in and we'll do a recap and we'll move on to the book of Acts. God bless you guys, man. I'm excited and enjoy Growing in His Word. In Jesus' name, amen.